Bubba. That's, that's a juicy one. What's up, Bubba? It's time, Bubba. It's time for all the jabronis and all the punk asses like the Hulk Hogan out there mm-hmm. to sit down, keep their mouths shut, because we're talking about Shiki Baby. It's a Shiki mem- Memorial, uh, Iron Sheik Memorial episode. You can tell Mike and I are starting this episode kind of abbreviated, saddened by the loss of Shiki Baby. And I know it sounds like I have a big grin on my face, but that's not an evil grin. No, it's, it's not, not an evil grin. grin. Well, and here's the thing they say, you know, they say legends never die, but the thing is, they do. They do. You know, they do. They and do. one and one did. They do. Jim, and Jim you're, Brown you're thinking, just died. You know. Yeah. Is he the... Yeah, is he the... Yeah, you know who that is. <laughs> is that the little, little gremlin guy? <laughs> He's the greatest, greatest football player of all time. Probably. Oh, I thought you were talking about the uh, the 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 alt right uh, Christianity conservative guy pastor that passed away at ninety one. Yes, a couple. Oh, Pat Robertson. No, that's yeah, different. we're all celebrating that Robertson, little gremlin. Famously, I believe, uh, made some type of comment about how hurricanes. One of the hurricanes was in retaliation for the, the gay people. Some, yeah, 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 some, yeah. some type of. Uh, Sinful behavior that the world was participating in, and uh, that was not not a very cool, not a very cool thing to say. I don't think. Listen, we're uh, here again at Tope Suicide, and we'll get to the name of the show in a second. We are not scientists, no. But what we do know is a mixture of wind and science and water that attacked the southern half of our country some plus ten plus years ago. Was not because of gay people. <laughs> it wasn't because I of mean, gay people. It, it, honestly, it might have been because of God, though. I still, <laughs> yeah, don't, know. I still don't know how many cards are in that dude's deck. You know what I'm saying? What's in his deck? Like, people talk the about cards the power cause... of prayer. I was telling Stasis the other day, the power of prayer and how it's like, uh, you know, I always think, I always thought, well, it can't hurt, you know, thank, thank, thank you for your prayers. But here's the thing. I, th- I thought about this the other day and I was like, actually, maybe it could hurt because what if... You send the prayer up, and the dude that hears it, his response is, <laughs> "Yeah, because what the what the Catholic slash Protestant slash Christian Holy Bible tells us is God is ven- it's it's he's vengeful. Yeah, so he would be doing that." We're like the, the the Jewish God, the uh, Hindi God. They they seem a bit more. Uh, I don't know, dude. Jewish Not God will nice. kick your ass. Jewish God will yeah, kick but there's, your ass. Yeah, but Jewish God says there's no hell, buddy. It's like, you're all welcome to the kingdom of heaven. When we're yeah, done. like you're Come all in. the children, blah, blah. Yeah. But also, I hope that you drink the blood of your enemies. <laughs> there's a lot of that. There's a lot. I remember there's a lot listen, of that. Listen, there's a lot. Religion uh, in an umbrella top level is a bad. It's a it's lot of, of bad drinking. <laughs> In the Bible, in the first half of well, the Bible. Well, there's, there's a lot of bloodshed, so you got to do something with it. It can't all just absorb into the ground. To you got to drink some. Don't want it to go You got to yeah. drink some. Got to drink some. And we'll get to the name. We'll get to the name of the show in a second. Um, well, let's get, to our, name... let's get to our names right now. Yeah, well, my name is Bo. His name's Bo. My name's Mike. The name of the show. His name is Mike. <laughs> Damn it. You made a little tiny bit, and I tried to yes and you, and we just steamrolled past it. But I understand we're on Zoom today; we don't get it. it it's not, a, it's look, a communication. No one's gonna get it. It's a communication thing. But yeah, let's well, three, two, one. We'll scream the name. Yeah. Right here. three, two, one. Tope, Tope, Suicida. It's what Bop. wrestling can be. We Bop. are back recording remotely Question. today. It's beautiful everywhere. Question. Yeah. So you have Stacy in your domain mm-hmm, no. with you right now, and also two felines, yeah, l- right? Lucky me. Mm-hmm. Lucky you. And I'm alone back here. So when we do these Zoom records. In your little shack. <laughs> in these Zoom records, <laughs> it's always weird. I don't go full in on the title because I I, I, I can picture myself from my outside. Yeah. And it's just this alone guy yeah. screaming. Yeah. Just, like a, if sad, they saw just a-, a sad buff dude screaming something in Spanish. If they saw that, but then they saw a cat running around, they'd be like, okay, oh, okay. this tracks. He's, he's a cat owner. All right. <laughs> but he's alone, just sweating with no just air you. moving. You're just, you're just <laughs> zero air. Absolutely pallid, except for every, like every square inch of your skin is just like flooded with blood. <laughs> 
Oh, here we are. We we already said it. Shiki baby. Someone died, and it wasn't it wasn't you know someone that. Uh, oh, oh, what was I saying? I just lost track of what I was saying. Question of question. This is this is off air. Does Sabu? Did he ever? Did he Sabu ever kayfabe? Relation with the Iron Sheik? Was he like the nephew? Anything like that? Sabu is the, I believe, real life nephew of the original Sheik from Detroit. Okay, that's what it is. Because I was going to say, I'm not going to cut everything I just said I was going to cut. Because I bring that up because a a, a Sheik died. Yeah. And it's not the the Sabu Sheik version of Sabu that fell into that table. He's still alive. He's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sabu Sabu was good. He he will fall on things and he will take collect a paycheck. He went to the last Shonies in America after owned by Scott Steiner (laughs) after Dynamite (laughs) three weeks ago. But the other Sheik, the Iron Sheik, the most popular of the Sheiks of all the wrestling Sheiks has died. Iron Sheik has fallen. I repeat. Iron Sheik and the Cracker Barrel have both fallen. Iron Sheik and Cracker Barrel are both history, and I think all we can do now is put our hands up in the air, say, Sheik, we hope that there's lots of good, like, drugs for you to do wherever you are, and that they treat you good, and that you have a good time, and that also uh, something along the lines of Iran number one, America, this Mm -hmm. is what I think of America, puh, puh. America, puh. And Sheiky Baby, Iron Sheiky Baby, if you believe in an afterlife, which I don't necessarily do, but if you do Iron Sheik, just know the pain's gone, Bubba, and you can do standing squats for hours now, yeah, and you're not going to feel shit. Just doing the Persian clubs, just perpetually has the Persian clubs, <laughs> just, just... Feeling nothing in his arms. Nothing, it's just... Because he's dead. It's like he's it's but, like, like pillows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's just like, staring down on Terry. Looking at Terry on the, the 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 Boulevard and Hogan's Boulevard, and he's like, "Fuck that Hulk Hogan and his goddamn." He's got karaoke on Monday nights. Fuck that Hogan Fuck that guy. Yeah. So Mike has brought a couple of Iron Sheik's matches and stuff. That's right. For us to dig through later. Yeah, we're gonna watch the two most famous uh, Iron Sheik matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when these memorial stuff happens, because I'm a spaceman, I always go, "Mike, you get to build the show." Yeah. Because I know he's gonna pick something good. Something one or two or three good things usually. Or, at the very today. least, I'll pick something that is that has the actual wrestler that we're talking about in it, or something. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel that's 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 pointed at me. Like bit, I did it was a little something. bit of. A when did I do that? No, when did I do that? Something you were, you'd be capable of. I became you'd devious be enough you'd to be, be like you'd, you'd definitely like you if you were in charge of the Iron Sheik episode, you'd be like, well, guess what? We're gonna watch some Sabu. <laughs> but before we do anything with the fun segments, uh, do you hear that? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, I think I hear a little. Sounds like it does. It sounds like it sounds locomotive in nature. Choo choo choo! Here comes the huge news train down the tracks, down the tracks, down the tracks. Here comes the huge news down the tracks, down the tracks. It's it's more it's the Bambi spring rain song is what it was. Ride on your horse down the huge news avenue. Some huge news today. Ten gallon hat with your huge news. Fill your ten gallon hat with your huge news today. I said, Mike, I need the song to be about 30 seconds long. And then what you're giving me, you gave me this time to do what I want with it. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, baby. Mike, yeah, I have three bits of huge news. No kidding, for you, and they are in the order of importance mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. Okay, so are you ready for news po- bulletin number one? Bulletin one is this is the most important. 
today. No, this is the least, least important. Least important. You're going to escalate. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to get better. Yeah. Got it. So today, Tuesday, mm-hmm. June 13th, because it's Tuesday. Everyone, hello. Hi. Today begins the case, Mike, and the case is called the United States versus Donald J. <laughs> Trump. This WWE Hall of Famer, wrestling-related, wrestling-related, is in a court case in Florida entitled, let me repeat it for you, the United yeah, States well, yeah. versus Trump. Yeah. Um, so we that's the first bit. Of, that's the least important bit of news. Okay. I think it's really fun and exciting unless uh, some people, unless some crazy shit has happened in Florida today on the day of our episode. If there was like a weird riot because people are already lining up, you know, January 6th happens. So who knows what goes on in a world yeah. where we don't even know who, their who hero is there. You know, we're still we trying, don't to even figure, know. We're trying to figure we're that out. We're still digging through it. There's, there's some, we do there's know still some mysteries. Bloody panda head on the stairs. Panda we saw head it there. We don't know who that belonged to. <clears throat> um. So that's it. U.S. for Donald J. Trump. Okay. It starts today, and it's very exciting because right. he's a scumbag. Second bit of news. Mm-hmm. Again, these are in order of least importance to importance. I saw a progressive commercial today, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> this is more important than a former president getting indicted on treason charges. Okay. All right. Tell me about Flo tell me was about not Flo. Flo was not in the Flo commercial. Flo was not Mike. in the progressive commercial. Oh, Flo man. was Pays not there. Flo out. It was the redhead guy, and he was throwing darts at two newer people I've never seen before. They were like in catcher's equipment, so they wouldn't get hurt. Wow! And it was all very strange. Flo was not there to welcome us to the ad yeah. and to say goodbye to us in the ad. It was just this little redheaded prick. This guy, he's co- he's doing what I talked about last week. He's come in. Yeah. Flo has lifted him up, and now he's, he's like a snake in the grass. Yeah. Now, instead of lifting others up, he's just like, Flo, get out of here. I'm the hero. I'm the guy that throws things at the new yeah, people he's like now. One of those, he's one of those dudes that has the, like an 11-inch neck and an Adam's apple like a grapefruit. I'm so mad at that bit of news, but that is bullet point okay, number two. Okay, that's bullet point number two. Okay, sorry. Well, rest in peace, Flo. We hope wherever you are that you, you found peace with, with your maker. Yeah, so no, Flo didn't die. Flo was, <laughs> wasn't in the most recent progressive commercial. <laughs> but also, we don't know. Maybe, maybe Flo's dead. There's a possibility. We don't know. There's a possibility. Where was Flo there. on January 6th? Is what I'm saying. Yeah, we don't know. Where was Flo on January 6th? Great question. We just ask questions. Question. We just ask questions. You can't be hurt for asking questions. <sighs> All right. What's bullet what's point number one? Number one. What's number one? The, the hugest news of the summer. <laughs> the blackened <laughs> chicken sandwich is back, it's baby, at Popeyes. Baby. I it's, saw it. back. it's back. <laughs> and dude, I got one a few days ago. I got one and I was specifically like, no mayo, please. <laughs> and buddy, I got mayo. And there was so much mayo on the sandwich. Yeah. You know why? Cause, cause it was that kid that you stole the straw from and you know what he said no, in his head no, no, after he, he just... gave you the sandwich? He, he said, well, I already did. So I already spread it with well. the spatula. There's so he like, if that was him, he like took half a ladle and he just, no, he just dipped his hand in the giant jar and just, he just slapped, slapped down a, 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 a Nickelodeon style like gack amount of mayo on your blackened chicken sandwich. The amount that was on it, I think he picked up the patty and just scooped it all <laughs> with the patty in his hand, yeah. and then just squished it. He squishered it right on that little patty for me. Well, or on revenge the, the bun. is a dish best served cold. I realized that the sandwich was hot. But the metaphor, I think, still works. Yeah. So that's back, and that is an important, an important bit of thing. Or if everything does go horribly wrong on Tuesday and this huge news segment seems very sad because people died from something Trump supporters did, then that's bad. But for right now, the black and chicken sandwich is number number one one on the news. Great. And with that, the kids, they're playing on the track. They're leaving. The train's leaving. They can get back on the track. There it goes. Get off the tracks, children. There it goes. I definitely can't scream that alone by myself. No, that's even worse than Tope Suicida screaming that by yourself. Get off! Children!
You can't be doing that in an apartment alone. I can't do. I, I can't do that. It's like screaming as, fire in an auditorium. Some single forty year old male. No, 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 no. Oh, I can. Oh, I, I can scream it because stays in the yeah. and the two kitty cats are here, so I can be like, "Get off the tracks, children!" But you yeah, can't you can do scream that. it. I can't. So like, scream alone in an apartment screaming "Get off the tracks" is equal to crowded in the theater screaming fire. <laughs> it's the same amount yeah. of villainy. Mm-hmm. And treason, like Trump, same amount. Yeah, well, but also, he who has not been accused of at least a little bit of treason at some point in life cast the first stone here, you know? I think we're all in treason glass houses, if you ask me. Who hasn't willingly taken a document that says classified and shown someone on mic and said, this is classified, This is is classified. I I could have declassified it. But I can't now. now. You want to see it now? You want to see it now? That's very interesting. In a linear sequence of events, treason, but just an actual confession on tape of the thing that he is couple times. A couple <laughs> definitely did not hold back at all. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but we're going to move on from that again. Third point of news. Yeah. That's not the number let's one. Talk about, point let's of news. talk about oh, 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 some some quite some questions, some important questions. Yes. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Mike, who in in this God fearing episode one eighty eight? Who is your favorite wrestler? Man, it was tough this week. It really was. It was uh, kind of it was a toss up for me between two guys and uh, sort of similar in style. But uh, they they both competed on that just killer, uh, just killer rampage that you told me I should watch, and you were right. But just by a nose, my favorite wrestler this week is Katsuyori Shibata. Just by a nose. When those five notes get plucked on that guitar, everyone everyone knows it's time. Because it's like... And then it, it's just like, doo-doo-doo-doo. tiny, powerful doo-doo. man's here. To kick people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just comes out with his little towel. Yeah. He's like, I got my black trunks on. I was a young boy. Then I got better and better and better. I never, I never switched though. Yeah, These are black trunks. When you're good, when you're he good enough, little... you don't have to switch. He's like an Oki. That's right. That's right. And man, that match was good. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> it was so incredibly violent. Also, the finish of the match really made my heart sing, which was, which was, I'm going to put you in a sleeper for a little bit. Okay, you're going to sleep. You're going to sleep. You're going to sleep. Now you're sitting down. Okay, I'm going to let you go. And now I'm going to punch your head off your friggin' shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever backward clapped? Backward clapped? Because that's kind of what Action Andretti got put into, was a backward clap. Was that the same match? Was it Shibata versus Andretti? I saw Who fought Andretti. Are you talking about... Uh, Who am I talking about? Zack Sabre Jr.? Yeah, I'll cut this. You're right. That's okay. That was my other almost favorite wrestler was Zack Sabre Jr. Who did who did Shibata fight in this match two weeks ago? Shibata wrestled. Uh, uh, I know Garcia came out to chat rechallenge. Yeah, no, he, he wrestled um, Lee Moriarty. Right. God, that Lee Moriarty is really good. My dream situation for Shibata would be after he gets done beating Garcia again, so they can bury that rematch. I want. Like an, a Diamond Dallas Page scenario, Shibata versus the BCC. Hell yeah. D, DDP versus the NWO. I want that, but Shibata. That would be so red hot. And funnel it in. Get Daniel Garcia into the BCC through this, through this stuff. Finally. Yep. I would say get Lee Moriarty over there too, but I really love what he and Big Bill are doing. So let's keep that going. He and Big Bill are great together. Yeah. But yeah, then a, a, a Shibata versus... Those four guys yeah. plus How, Garcia as well. Shibata is Ooh. like the the Regal Hunter, like he's taking out all the Regal guys one by one. Yeah. Fucking yeah, that that shit writes itself. So anyway, I love it. Katsuyori Shibata, a uh, special amount of love for me for putting on that figure four leg lock and then clasping his hands behind his back to apply more pressure to the ankle of Lee Moriarty, it was a very cool decision on his part. Do you think he was whispering in his ear, do you like this? Yeah, probably. Like He's probably like, is this what you like? <laughs> is this what you is like? Is this what you like? All right, who's your favorite wrestler? I'm so glad you asked, Mike. And 
I don't know if you've watched this week's Rampage. No, haven't gotten to it. Or maybe this was a Dynamite match, actually. And it was the Texas Tornado tag match of Jungle Hook versus Drillistico and Preston Vance. Uh And it was crazy, and it was super bloody, and Preston Vance is my favorite wrestler. Nice. Because I do believe he got bloody the hard way, it looked like, in the match. I could kind of tell with the hard way because it immediately happened and blood was everywhere. <laughs> right. It's just, it just was spilling out of his yeah. head. It was like a Don Callis situation where there's it was everywhere. There was a giant chasm in his forehead. A giant vertical chasm. And Hook is just covered yeah. in Preston's blood yeah. at the end of that last table spot. Uh, I think uh, the commentator was like, I don't know if that's, oh, it, was, it was Taz. It's like, I don't know if that's Preston or Hook's blood, but he's covered. It was great. Gross. Preston Vance. Gross. Great. The man with the biggest arms in the world. They're huge. They're humongous. All right. Well, so I know, I know we got another important question to, to ask here before we start talking about Shiki, but uh, before we do, I just, uh, I, I feel compelled to let you know uh, what's up with that. Mike always does this. He, he he texted me last night. He's like, got an update update. And I'm like, I cannot wait. So here I am. I can't wait. What is it? All right. Got a, a very sweet text from my father, actually. Okay. The other day. Let me just find it for you here. It was very, very sweet. I was talking to him and I was trying to get him to, to uh, you know, kind of open up a little bit, right? And and not 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 yeah. not isolate and 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 think about like, you know, talking to some people once in a while and being, you know, a little more of a, a little more of a social social being. And so I was I just asked him, right? Cuz every once in a while, you know, Stacy will ask me this as a way to try and um uh kind of circumnavigate my my continual uh irritating negativity. And so I said, "What brings you joy?" In life. Yeah. Dad. He said, I just had a one pound patty with cheese and bacon (laughs) and buttered toast. What a hamburger. Wow. And an apple for dessert. Yeah. He didn't have more than that. (laughs) Did hamburger get its name? Germany? I think so, actually. Get his Hamburg, is it not? Anyway, keep going, keep going. Oh, that's, that's, um... <laughs> well, is that it? Because that is uplifting. Oh, oh, there's a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I forgot this. Um, so this was actually the extra sweet part, and it was, it was nice. I was glad he was enjoying his hamburger. He says, um, you look great, Mike. You look great. You look like me, haha. Yeah. I was always told I was good looking. Girls said I was cute. <laughs> I didn't want to be cute. I you wanted can't do this to me. <laughs> I wanted to be with them. How's the battle with your hair falling out? <laughs> you can't do this to me. He's sitting there eating his big burger, crying about his past. He's holding on to something. Just tears into his patty. Just like, God, I could throw that football back then. <laughs> throw it over the it's really, yeah. it's so This is the saddest of dad update. Because it is very sweet. Yep. But it's so sad. Yeah. And then a Bible verse. <laughs> and then a, well, actually, a couple. A couple Bible Couple Bible verses, oh, uh, but I boy. thought that was very nice. Mike, you look great. You're looking great. How's the battle with your hair loss? <laughs> well, you answered your question. I hope with you look great. You look great. But okay, yeah, yeah. So I let him know. <laughs> I, uh, I, t- I, I sort of let him know that um, I was. Uh, let's see. Oh yes, uh, I responded to the the hamburger situation. I said yes, probably Germany, and. My battle with hair loss is going well. Uh, taking oral minoxidil every day, and it seems my hair is growing back. One 
can't see my white head as easily anymore. So you kind of kind of little jabbed him a bit well, there. Well, no, I just let him know that one can no longer see my white head as easily as you could six months ago. That's all. That's just so fun because here's how I am with my parents now. If they keep saying stuff that we've already talked about, yeah, I just go, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Oh, <laughs> just nice. Tell. You just no sell it. Just I don't want to. Just don't want to do that. So yeah, it was very positive. But laced in laced in self doubt, and I don't want to armchair analyze your dad here, but that's how I took it. Yeah, it sounds like but he's sweet, doing real, sweet nonetheless. It sounds like he's doing good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the most again the most positive, but also the most sad yeah. update update at yeah. the same time, which is pretty impressive. So I will say it is shit house and a cool crime. Think about it. <laughs> Okay, well then I don't even need to bring I don't even need to bring anything for those segments this week. But then that means that it's a pressure's on you, buddy, because I got a real important question for you. I got two shit houses, and one just started in my ear, and it was incredibly loud. Okay, but here it comes to you. Oh, you may I may have sent this to you already yeah i'm not sure but is a little it's a little 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 sketch i hate saying things are skits but i think this counts as a skit oh you boys are doing your little skits oh you're doing skits oh, do you do skits your skits oh isn't that it's, nice uh, uh, Mom, i hate i hate saturday it so... night live yeah you're oh you're skits. doing skits fun i wrote them in their sketches oh fun skits oh your little skits i'm so proud of you uh, okay, let me take a look at this. By the way, if you ever want to come work at Cousin Mario's <laughs> Deli and get a real job, you can. Mom, I'm literally one of the most famous comedians on earth. <laughs> I know, but if you ever get tired of doing your little skits. All right. If you ever get bored. Here we go. All right. We got a TikTok here. From uh, Shinsei Sensei, very cool handle, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the caption here is, beating witchcraft out of this house. Hashtag karate for Christ. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to see what this is about before TikTok gets banned. All right. The Sorcerer's Stone. Ha! The Deathly Hallows. Okay. So there's, the oh, oh, wow. There's all these Harry Potter books. Yeah. And there's... Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, I... I think... I believe the last karate chop was through a Bible. Yeah. What... What's happening now? Are you in a different yeah, spot? Yeah, he's he's in a, a different area of TikTok, everyone. He's Sorcerer's in a different Stone area. goes down. The next... Ch- Chamber of Secrets. Oh! Yeah, the Bible. Yeah, that, I'd say that's a little skit, wouldn't you? Yeah, was that a good little skit? I thought it was a nice little. I thought it was a nice little skit. Uh, karate for Christ, and yeah, there you go. You were you, karate. You were karate chopping sorcery out of the lives of everyone, everywhere. But until you accidentally karate chopped the the only book that matters, Matt. Yeah, the only one that matters. The good book. Yeah. The the king the King James. <laughs> Yeah, no, speaking of, just another little quick, I don't know, this isn't a full update update, but I just want you to know one time I told my dad, hey, I'm going to send you this book. Um, it's about American history because I, I think you'd find it interesting. It's kind of about your your generation and uh, uh, a, lo- a, lo- a lot of what happened economically and like how how we ended up where, where we ended up now, which is totally fucked. And uh, what he told me was, that's okay. I already have a book. <laughs> And I tried to explain that it would be okay to have more than one, but like it didn't. like these, I don't even read those over there. And I got like there's like there's like fifteen over there. I don't yeah. even read those. That the that God wouldn't be mad if he also read history and philosophy. But you know, oh, see, I I I see you're saying now. I interpret that as your dad was like, no, I got a book, I got a book. Because you're like, hey, here's another book for you to read. No, no, I've read that. I got a book. I got a book. Yeah. I got a book. No, the, yeah, like, the he book already was, had a book the on the topic, but I get it now. Yeah. yeah. The book was, I already have yeah, a book. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. I hate that. That's the, the, you, that, that has made the, the Updat update villainous. Mm. 
That's the oh, song you know what? Villains. Actually, it might have been the power of now that I tried to send him. It might have been the power, which is a to- which is totally harmless and only yeah. a, only a means by which I was hoping that I could get him to achieve or at least consider some type of alternative reality in which he could find peace in his soul. But that, and it was just oh, yeah. that was re- he already had one rejected. He there was well he already, there was already he already had a book. Didn't, yeah, it's like that thick. Didn't need another one. I mean, it's huge. It's a good book. Good book. There's a lot of blood. Lots of fighting in Lots it. Lots of blood in that one. All right, what's your second shithouse? All right, it's already in Slack. Oh. It's real quick, real quick. You will have to describe this one because there's not much audio. This is from Hideki Utsumi on TikTok here. Red Burb. Red Burb with a red tomato emoji. We're going to watch it right now. Okay, it looks like I've got a, uh-huh. I've got a hand, uh, a bird. It's a red. Oh, Okay. So that seemed to be <laughs> some type of uh, uh, red burb there. Yeah. And a bath mat, maybe? Like a hand towel, I think. Just kind of hanging. And uh, it, uh, I couldn't tell if it was upset or whether it was aroused or what exactly was going on. But it made a little uh, ah, noise at it. Little little boyoing boyoing no, noise. Yeah. Having a little, like having a little laugh, having a little laugh. And now that you said, uh, did you say horny? I said aroused. Well, close. Because yeah. I when I had a bird, a parakeet of similar nature, and my partner and I took it to the bird doctor just to get a checkup, uh-huh. see how I was doing. Um, they said it looks like it's been masturbating a lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? So I guess the bird was just humping this bird bed for hours on end, just <laughs> fucking something? its bird bed. Is I guess. Is get fucking off? dude, Chikorita was fucking horny as shit, what? just fucking the, her, her little felt bed, what? like a little demon, little 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 Jezebel, as Jr. would say. What? It and I and that's the same same answer. I was like, wait, wait, birds masturbate? <laughs> what are you talking about right now? Sound... What are you talking about right now? I came to you for help, and you're telling me birds masturbate. I had never considered that that was even a possibility, but here we are. I guess it's a brave new world. So I slid in. You know, how birds like to chew on paper. So I gave him the pamphlet, the Billy Madison pamphlet from my church about masturbation. <laughs> right? There's if you're a, the bird a, ate a it. faithful listener, you'll recognize yeah. that callback almost well, certainly. Two two week old callback. Two week old callback. So he's the is the red burb shithouse. He, yeah, he is. The the red burb is shithouse. <laughs> Absolutely. God, I'm so happy I don't have that bird anymore. Boy, having a bird sucks. Yeah, dude. Well, I imagine <laughs> it's a lot of responsibility, you know? They shit everywhere. Gross. Yeah. They don't like wearing a diaper. They poop on your shoulder. And yeah, you just go, uh, and it's gone. Oh, really? You just go. I mean, it, uh, flick, it flicks somewhere. You just I'm saying, flick it. What you? I'm what, saying, in your living room. What are you? What are you talking? I'm saying about? it doesn't. If you did do that, it wouldn't leave a mess. You don't do that. You take a little. You take like a Q-tip or like a oh, tissue. Go boop. I so so. But I guess it doesn't maybe leave that was a lot of draw back in the day. Like for pirates and stuff, was that like yeah, my my bird poops on my shoulder, but it's no. I just flick it over the side. Right into the ocean. Deal. Right into the yeah. Right, right into the ocean. In the ocean. Doesn't matter. Anyway, all right. Pirates. Hey, Mike, what do you have? What do you, what do you have for Iron Sheik? Yeah, how, how are you? How are you immortalizing him for the Tope Suicide? Well, first podcast? thing we got to do is is some Tope memories. It's time for Tope memories. Do we have a song for that? We do, right? Do we have a song for that's my magnum opus? Oh, uh, we do. Memories I remember is the it. greatest thing I I've mean, ever done in it just my happened. life. It just happened. We heard it. I'm sorry for doubting you. Memories, time for Shiki. Wow. All right, so I got Iron some Shiki sheet. memories here for you. Go for it. Do you remember that time when uh, Michael Richards, uh, Kramer from Seinfeld, uh, got uh, r- rightfully uh, st- stoned uh, because yeah. he said awful racist things to a heckler and his audience, and he was basically yeah. like uh, crucified, and it was really... Um, it really shook the Iron Sheik up, and the Iron Sheik right. took it upon himself to give a video interview where he promised that he would put Kramer in the camel clutch and that he would make him humble. Right. Because he re- here's the thing. He respected Kramer. Did you, you remember? Yeah, I do. He respected yeah. him. 
He respected the boss man, J- Jerry Springer. He respected Newman. You know. I wonder. I wonder if Iron Sheik was a Curb Your Enthusiasm watcher because there's a season where it's the Seinfeld finale season, basically, where they get the cast back. It's this real weird meta thing. And Michael Richards talks about that onstage moment that he had in character as Michael Richards on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh Um, And so I'm wondering if Iron Sheik ever saw that and kind of saw that that. Richard's trying to 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 apologize and whatnot. Do you think he saw that and was like, okay, yes, baby, or do you think like Hulk Hogan, he 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 burned the bridge completely with Kramer. He'll never, he'll never. She kind of seems like a, bur- respect a bridge burner to me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like it's possible that with you know time that he may have decided he wasn't going to put Kramer in the camel clutch, but I still think that there right. was a suplex waiting for him, you know? So if Jerry Seinfeld at a point in his life were to call up Iron Sheik and be like, hey, do you want to come to a pool party I'm having? At no point in Iron Sheik's life would he have ever not asked, is Michael Richards going to be there? Because depending on that answer would determine if you were to go to the pool party or not. Right. Well, the thing is, I think Sheik would show up no matter what, because even if he had made amends in his heart, he would have shown Still up. Still If he was there to suplex someone, he would have shown up. He, frankly, I don't think there's a pool party that the Iron Sheik wouldn't have attended for any sort That's of the thing. place to do the suplex. That's you know? the place. The crowd-pleasing suplex. No one gets hurt. Just do it off the side of the pool and there. You don't even have to be a professional wrestler. Invite Iron Sheik to your birthday party. Yeah. It's not anymore, though. Because... Mm. I got a memory. You got a memory of Shiki? No. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I didn't. I don't. I don't remember ever watching an Iron Sheik match in full. Right. He's one of those dudes like the hairy guy. Fuck. What's his name again? With the green tongue. With the green tongue. Hairy guy. Steel. Animal steel. Oh, George, the animal steel. Yeah. He's like someone like George where. He was always to me around yeah. the periphery of what I was seeing, but I never watched him in the ring. But he was still his presence was known, you know. Yeah, like I knew about his shoes. I knew his shoes could get particularly curly at times. They were curly. And I knew off his, and they were I knew loaded. his belly. They were loaded. Mm-hmm. I knew his belly was huge, and he was a barrel-chested behemoth. Yeah. You remember when, best mustache ever. I knew that stuff, but yeah, yeah. You remember when when, when we watched that uh, that short film, that like uh, little documentary about independent wrestling from the early '90s, and Shiki was in it, and something was seriously like wrong with his belly button. Oh yeah, it's I hated that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then because because Conan has it too. Yeah, and Ric Flair has it on his back. They all have these weird calcium fatty deposits, and I had it here. You see the scar. You see it. I had one, too, but you know what I did, Mike? I got it fucking removed before it it got too big. You had it exercised by by the uh, nurse squad that you had a crush on. And this is a guy that doesn't have a lot of money for medical procedures. One emergency, and I'm kind of fucked financially. Right. Uh, uh, And they have lots of money, so it's like, get that Get it off you. It's, I don't want to say gross because that's mean. Yeah. But you're going to say gross. It. You're gonna say it's, <laughs> it's gross. gross. Yeah. It's gross. It's gross. I remember. You agree. You agree. Don't, don't pretend Look, that you're like taking the I'm high gonna, road. You agree. I'm going to take the high road on this one. I'm going to take the high road on this one. Everybody's beautiful. I remember when, God damn Iron, it. I remember when Iron Sheik had a conversation with Kermit the Frog and it was, a, it was a legitimate, beautiful conversation and i can say definitively that the iron sheik got the muppets oh definitely was that on the muppet show no that was at some like wrestling convention it definitely wasn't a okay. jim henson an actual jim henson thing it was someone oh doing okay kermit. and iron sheik was like you know what kermit bubba i really appreciate this conversation that we're having and I, iron sheik thought it was the real kermit yeah he didn't know yeah. <laughs> i mean if he did you know he's a real pro well he's a real pro So what did you bring for me? Because I have no more memories. Okay. Unless you have more memories. So just yeah, maybe maybe it's not so much a memory, but just a, a little rundown of his of his career. He was um, 
from uh, an amateur wrestler from Iran and ended up uh, winning a gold medal at um, the, I believe, the AAU World Championships. Uh, I think he also was an Olympic tryout in 1968. Uh, then he came to the United States. Do you know uh, what sport? Was it wrestling it was Greco, or was it, it was powerlifting? Greco Roman wrestling. Oh, Greco, okay. Yeah, Greco, okay. Greco-Roman. And um, came, then came to the United States, ended up being a, a coach, a wrestling coach, uh, kind of was an assistant coach for uh, American Olympic teams and stuff in the 70s. And then he got invited to be a pro wrestler, apparently by Vern Gagne, who was the, the guy that owned and operated the AWA up in Minnesota. And the story goes that uh, Sheik, who was not the Sheik at this point, uh, he, at this at this point, he sort of looked like a movie star, believe it or not. Uh, he was kind of like rolling his eyes at pro wrestling a little bit and was like, nah. I forget who told this story, but apparently uh, Vern didn't like that. And he ran across the ring and hit him with a drop kick right between the eyes and just yeah. knocked just a little bit, just of, little bit of respect, him, just knocked him flat. And then after that. Uh, Sheik was Sheik was down, you know. Kicked a just drop kicked a bunch of respect. Just drop kicked some respect into the Sheik, but he so he developed the gimmick, shaved his head, grew the crazy villain mustache, put on put on the curly the pointy curly boots, and voila, you ha- and a man that just w- was an immediate heat seeker. Best mustache of all time. It's like we talk about with, with what Takesh is doing, just screaming Japanese at people. People, uh, us Americans, are so quick to villainize anyone that's not us. It sucks. It sucks. But hey, some people like Darren Sheik, very good living off of that. I mean, he, he, prop, he propagation. Yeah, he and Nikolai Volkov, uh, with you know bringing the the Iranian flag and the Soviet flag to the ring and. Um, wrestling during the cold team. war during, yeah, oh, during yeah. the cold war it's oh, yeah. not safe it's scary absolutely because uh, people don't they don't know they don't know like our dork internet people nowadays they don't know that it's all part of the show no you know? i mean i would have been legitimately very afraid for my well-being if i was a heel in the in the 80s like absolutely. if roddy piper the white guy heel is getting stabbed. I would be so scared if I was doing any kind of gimmick that wasn't your your uh, wrestler, I guess. Yeah, and Flair talked about that too, wrestling in uh, Puerto Rico against uh, Car- uh, uh, Carlos Colon, and, and how he was like, "I can't win. I'm not going to win. There's absolutely yeah. no way I'm gonna, because if I win, I'm going to die tonight." You yeah. Know? Ooh. So. <laughs> So it was a different time um, when they played uh, extreme, time. extremely, uh, extremely believable, committed characters that were that elicited totally xenophobic responses from the crowd, which was the whole point. Yeah, um, but they were they were great at it. As committed as the Bushwhackers were to whatever that was, yeah, yeah. they were to this heel. Foreign invader gimmick, I guess, would be the 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 genre of gimmick <laughs> would be foreign invader. That's exactly correct. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Um, and then you had um wrestling uh in the WWF, and those are actually the two matches that we're gonna watch today are uh the the time of Bob Backlund in the early '80s. He'd been WWF champion for quite a long time and he had quite a uh, an extended feud with the Iron Sheik where uh he he accepted Sheik's uh weekly challenge to swing the Persian clubs and Backlund actually did it and did it really well because Bob Backlund is a, for all fucking his faults freak. is a freak athlete he's a fucking freak he's athlete he's a freak athlete and then Sheik of course clubbed him from behind and they said, okay, we're going to wrestle for the title. And this was all a, uh, a means to get that rocket strapped to Terry Bollea, Hulk Hogan. And uh, <laughs> so Sheik was the man that was going to, uh, because you couldn't have Hogan and Backlund wrestle each other. 
So Sheik was going to be in the middle there. Yeah. So the first. So, uh, I feel like Sh- Iron Sheik and Bob Backlund are like the same guy. Just one's Iranian and one's American. Yeah. But they're the same guy. Crazy <laughs> freaks. Freaks. Yeah. Freak. T- <laughs> yeah. Total freak athletes. Uh, so we're, we're looking at 1983 here in the WWF. The rumor around this, I don't know uh, whether it is true, but uh, uh, Vern Gagne allegedly, allegedly, allegedly offered the Iron Sheik $100,000 to break Hogan's leg yeah. and return to the AWA with the WWF title, although Greg Gagne, Vern's son, has disputed the claim. I don't, you know, who knows? Who knows if it's true? Who knows if it's Iron true? Iron Sheik's dead now. We'll, we'll, never, we'll know. never know if it was actually true. Um, but those are say. the two matches we're going to watch. We're going to watch Iron Sheik versus Bob Backlund for the WWF title in 1983. And then I believe later uh, that, or I believe uh, the, the next year, 1984, uh, Iron Sheik is scheduled to rematch with Backlund, but he's replaced. Backlund is replaced in the match by Hulk Hogan. I'm sorry, just a foreshadowing to a segment we have later about who's the yeah, brother. Yeah, we'll see so. who the brother, we're, we're going to see who the brother is today in, this, in, in these two situations. Catch you after the matches. Both these matches, you know, in 1983-84, I'm just a mere, mere little shiny new uh, money drainer is what I am. Freshly born. Yeah. I don't know, babies, do they cost as much in the 80s? Who knows? Just a hairless, vacuous void. Just, a, just cons- this little, just a force that consumes and needs. Just this red-faced, crying fiend who does not have two L's in his name like his siblings and the rest of the family, which Mike posits is because I was a mistake. <laughs> oh, yeah, de- definitely. <laughs> definitely. I mean, definitely I'll, never, I'll never know because I'll never ask. Right, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to ask and get the wrong answer. Those were some fun matches. I'm having an allergy situation over here everyone, oh, yeah? if you want to sync up my eyes are itching like crazy uh those matches were fun you know they, they were. and i think part and part in that is it lends it up to the crowd the audience is so so into both matches super into the just booing the shit out of iron Sheik. you know yep. yeah totally rabid for uh against the iron Sheik and totally rabid for hogan oh my god Oh, a big yawn. Had a big yawn there. They loved Bob too, though. In '83, they loved him, you know. And 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 despite my annoyance of whenever Bob shows up on this show, yeah, I really like that match. Uh, the better of the two, obviously, <laughs> I think. But the second match, Hogan, though, just because Hogan's involved and it's you know 1980s or at his peak, the vibe of that match was better. Oh yeah, that 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 match. The energy of that match was way higher. The, the Hogan title win than the than the Backlund title loss. Like the Backlund title loss had some uh a, a couple of more extended, kinda cooler, you know, evenly matched battle of strength kind of stuff. Yeah. And like it was a real yeah. real gritty like war of attrition with with really corny flat back bumps peppered in. Um lots of lots of weird opposite of science bumps. <laughs> But the Hogan like, thing was just yeah. like pedal to the metal for five minutes. I mean, it it was yeah. just pure adrenaline the entire time. But it still made sense because it's it's a month removed from the last match, mm-hmm. and Hogan basically basically comes in like a house of fire and goes, "Okay, you did this to Bob. I'm going to do this to you." And we say this all the time: it's heel shit. Hogan always wrestles like a heel, no matter where he is. In his wrestling journey, <laughs> he wrestles like a heel, but he's like he's like getting even for the good guys. But yeah, continuity wise, it made sense because that's what Sheik did. He jumped Bob and then beat up Bob for like five minutes. Yeah, which is what we thought the Hogan match was actually going to be, but luckily, Sheik got some offense, which created a lot of very very angry people. Well, it created a little bit of doubt in people's minds because they were all hyped up and like, oh my god, this is happening, this is happening, and then. Oh, the big guy, the big 
the young buck made a mistake and now maybe this isn't going to go the way that we all want it to, you know? Yeah. And so the, the, the spot where Hogan powers out of the camel clutch, like we, we, Hulk Hogan seems to be a scumbag in real life. He is not generally regarded as a great pro wrestler. Uh, but that whoever thought, you know what, let's have him stand up out of the camel clutch and just power his way out. Uh, is a goddamn genius because that well, made everybody lose their minds. Hogan is the he's the sports entertainer blueprint that yeah. Vince used yeah. and still uses to this day of like, hey, you don't really need to be good at wrestling, but if you have this other it factor, that doesn't matter. Which you know what? He's right. He's <laughs> totally right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's the crowd. When he won the title, just deafening, lost their minds. And um, Iron Sheik, he got rolled out of the ring. Yeah. He got pushed aside. It's like you've been the champion for the, like, listen, dude, been the champion for a month, but I'm gonna win the title. You're gonna you be go to back. the back, brother. You'll be in the back, dude. <laughs> you don't want to hear all the booze, dude. You be, you'll be back there. And like, who's? I, I'm not really sure if if the alleged hit job was actually on the table, but you gotta, you gotta take into consideration that if it was, Sheik was like, mm, take a hundred thousand dollars now and never work for Vince again. Right. Or do the job for Hogan and be set, probably be in Vince's good graces for a long time. And I, if it, you played ball. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, one thing also Vince's scumbag that we know it's like Hogan, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sc- notorious scumbag. Yeah, yeah. But everyone says that if you get in his good graces, he will go to bat for you until you die. He, he won't ever betray you. He's not Trump that he's the, it's the up. It's the opposite of Trump there. They're very similar in a lot of ways, <laughs> but that's the one thing Trump will throw you under the bus, you know, instantly. He's got he's got no one. He's fired all of his attorneys already. I don't know what this guy's going to do tomorrow <laughs> or today, rather. Yeah, they're two very um, similar, but uh, have some differing characteristics as alleged sexual predators. Right. Yeah. One, they're almost identical, but one helped. One gave Ric Flair a one million dollar loan. Sure. When he which one it. we don't know. No, it was Vince. It was Vince. <laughs> no, I was saying, but one helped, you know, pioneer this sport and this thing, this art form that I really super love. So, oh, and the other one didn't really do anything. His stakes weren't even very good. His show, not good. Not good. You know? um, Is, the USFL was a flop. Trump University was a flop. <laughs> His presidency, flop. <laughs> but to be fair, everything that Vince ever did that wasn't Hulkamania was a flop too i mean shawnee tried you know sean was trying but he needed steve austin to fix that ship yeah so. okay well look that that the, the wwf all right so the wwf <laughs> was was not a flop it's just it remained it's just, it sustained okay so i head. thought you were thinking just storyline wise i was in my head i was like you're crazy no but you know the wbf no you xfl flop, that kind of the stuff xfl yeah. flop ico pro flop you what know was ico pro ico pro was the supplement line that they came out with that was uh, it was like when they signed Lex and he was like getting real pumpy with the Ico Pro, you know. And then Vince realized he doesn't need to run that company. We can just get a good endorsement deal from Stacker Pro. Oh, Stacker Pro, Stacker. dude. And then of course, you know, the, the Hulk Hogan would go on to uh, become a five-time, actually a six-time WWF champion, and uh, probably the most famous wrestler that ever lived, Sheik would go on to win the gimmick battle Royal at WrestleMania 17. Yeah. Did he take a bump at that? I don't think so. I don't think zero so. bumps. No. I think he sort of just tossed Duke, the dumpster Drossy out of there and, and collected his paycheck. But we do remember iron Sheik, regardless as a wonderful, wonderful, just identity wrestling identity Character, in person yep. in our lives. And then uh second life as an internet personality, yeah, big Twitter head. Yep. Fun fun Twitter account while Twitter was fun. Yeah. Although there is some doubt as to whether the Sheik was actually right doing his Twitter or had any say in his Twitter 
or what he might have been taken things. advantage of. We yeah. don't know. It's very possible. We, we don't. We'll know. never know. He's we'll dead. Know. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. It's questions we can't answer. Um, there are a few questions we can answer though, and that's tights of the night. Yeah, let's do tights of the night. Okay, so all right, it's not Bob. It's not Bob because he's in this. He's in a loose, a loose singlet. He's in a loose singlet. He's got the buzz cut. The singlet's riding up his his pasty white butt. It's it's God. It, it's it, boring. Yeah. You can see his red leg hair. And it's it's weird. and it's in low definition, but he's so pasty you can see his red weird. leg. I didn't hair. like it. I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. I didn't it. like it. But Sheik had on those teal tights, which looked great. Teal tights, and he's got one teal boot and one red boot, and yes. the, and they were the pointy, pointy-toed shoes. Mm-hmm. They're very great. cool. Um, same walkout gear for Iron Sheik: brown, the brown robe, and and mm-hmm. and the headpiece, the headdress. I don't know the name for that, unfortunately, because I'm not very cultured myself. Yeah, Freddie Blassie basically wearing uh, uh, the same thing. And, yeah, purple uh, one night, white, white the next. Very. Uh, this was, uh, the purple was good. The sh- white one, shiny, bad. Shiny and just glimmering under the bright lights. You had uh, Howard Finkel in in his like Halloween kind of tuxedo in the the second yeah the Hogan match, um, and then and then you know the Hulkster coming out in the classic <sighs> yellow and red with the red American made just. Painted like on, homemade. It's painted on. It was definitely homemade. It was made at like the mall, some like, mall, like ironed on. I don't, I don't know if it was a shirt. It seems like, yeah, they just they steamed it onto his body. <laughs> they, they made it on him. It was so tight and perfect. Like he, he someone like three people had to put that shirt on him to get it perfect like that. Yeah, because it was perfect. And it then was, it, it, peeled apart, it, it peeled apart. It peeled apart. I don't know how they got it. Peeled apart like cheese. It must have been like 80, 90% polyester. Just the stretchiest thing you've ever seen. Because he just, he barely touched it and just ripped in half. <laughs> but that, he's walking to the ring. He's down the hallway, coming to the ramp. In that American maid. You want to hate the guy, but man, I think he might be tight. He's tight in the but night. Hold on. I have a question. We skipped, though. It's 83 84. Oh, Where the fuck is Mach? Where's yeah, Macho dude. right now? Mach might actually have been signed by the WWF at this point. He, I, think he, I think he signed. Eight, nah, maybe 84 85. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I, I don't think he is with the WWF quite yet. So we didn't see him then. Yeah. Shit. So it's even a harder pill to swallow because now it definitely goes to Hogan over yeah. Macho. And that really makes me mad. <laughs> this is the first time Tights the Night has actually made me irritated. Yeah. That yeah. Hogan looked like a fucking unit. Look, we're going to keep doing the bit, but we don't like what happened today. All right. We don't like it at we don't all. like it. We're not happy about it. We're not thrilled that he looked like a fucking trophy. He looked perfect. He looked like a. Perfect God, man. The tan Adonis. God damn it. <sighs> Congrats, Terry. Congrats, Terry. But now we got to find out who was the brother this, this week. This is the flip side yeah. of Ter- Terry just winning. Now we're going to really fucking lampoon you, Mr. Hogan. Who is the brother? Who is the brother? By virtue of Hogan being involved in one of the matches... To where he is actually capable of making someone the brother, not just metaphorically, mm-hmm. but he's there. He's there. What did we learn about Backlund's injury? Kayfabe or shoot? Kayfabe. Is Bob the brother? I actually don't think Bob is the brother because it's all it's been preordained. Hogan is going to be the the racehorse that they go with. They're giving him the ball, seeing what Bob happens. knew a month Bob ago. Knew. You're losing. I'm Hogan's losing the belt. Getting. And I had, a, I had, I mean, the dude held the belt for like six, <laughs> long six years or something, you know I mean? He had yeah. it forever. Um, so I actually don't think he's the brother. Cause I think this is all, you know, it's all, it's all planned. Everyone knows. And also, you know, Hogan doesn't have the, doesn't have the sway yet. Yeah. And I would say, I was going to say, so is Iron Sheik the brother, but no, same thing. He's playing a very important role in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. He's the transition champion. That's, that's. The heat magnet, xenophobic bad guy. Yeah. For the superhero to beat. 
So he's playing a very specific role. So I don't think he's the brother either. I don't think Sheik's the brother either. I think I know who the brother is. Who? Because I have a proposition for you okay. after you tell me. Tell, you, know, you tell me. Tell, tell me who the brother is. I'm toying with the idea that you and I are the brother in this episode. Okay. Could be. And the reason being is because Hogan won tights of the night. <laughs> so because that magic happened, I feel like you and I are the brother. We don't want to be the brother, but here we are. Good answer. I actually so kinda, what do you I think? I kind of like that answer, but I was going to say the brother was Vern Gagne. <laughs> okay, okay. Because Hogan was the AWA champion. He was, uh, Vern was responsible for creating this whole Hulk Hogan character. He's the one that told right, Hogan, right, right. S- stay down and get your ass kicked. And then when they can't stand it anymore, don't sell. Get up and be invincible. And it was the whole reason why he ended up in the WWF is because he was a to- a sensation in the AWA. And then Hogan as the, you know, champion, the AWA champion, signed left for the WWF. I mean, he was the hottest yeah. thing going and could have really probably kept the made the AWA this be really legitimate, <laughs> yeah, contender and Hogan left for the WWF because it was the bigger the bigger opportunities, going to be more more money I assume, uh and he was going to be their champion and everything. And Vern was left holding the bag and Iron Sheik didn't even break anybody's leg. So I think Vern, I think Vern's the brother here, brother. I'm going to side with this cuz as much as I think that we might have been brothered tonight. Yeah. I will also say that, like Macho, I don't think you and I can be brothers. We refuse to be a brother. You know, I, th- I, th- we refuse it. You can try, Terry, and you did. You sure did. did. You showed up in my Twitter feed today with another fun promo that I almost brought to the show, but I didn't, Terry. I didn't. Thank God. So you may have won tights and night, but Gagne is the brother. There it is. Not us. It's not us. It's not us. Sorry, Vern. Rest in peace. All right, well, Bo, where can the people uh, with the people? Where can the people find us online? Um, the people can find us at Tope Suicide the Pod everywhere. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. You can find me at Bo Rosser everywhere, same places. And Mike's just he's he's in the wind, man. He's in yeah, the wind. I'm the man that walks between the raindrops. He's out there. <laughs> trying. I'm really So you're not trying. gonna find him. You can go to at Mike, at Mike from TV, but it's not going to get you no. anywhere. I'm just over here battling. I'm just battling in a silo mm-hmm. with, the, with, in the, with the mind demons. Yeah. yeah. All that. He's doing all that. So after you find us in the back, dude. So once you find all that stuff, we hope you watch those matches too. Um, it's under WWF old school or WWE old school. And it was what? The December... Yeah, 20... December of 83, and then uh, I think it was December January 26th 23rd. of 83, and then January 23rd of 84. You probably said that before we cut to the break, but I don't remember if you did, so I just want to remind everyone where it was now on yeah. the network. Yep. So, we hope you watched it. And before we go, Mike, mm-hmm. episode 188. Holy shit. We're almost to 200. That's crazy. What is wrestling? In, in in lieu of Iron Sheik's passing, what is wrestling? Wrestling is excitement. Yeah. Wrestling is losing yourself in a moment. It's finding your limbic system is going crazy because it is old. The, it, the, 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 the pieces of us that are not the prefrontal cortex and our brain are old and they know how to react to things like, like, like a hot stove or a saber tooth tiger or someone coming in to save the day or someone that you just can't stand, uh, you know, calling, calling your hometown, the filthy, dirty, shitty place to live. You know, uh, wrestling is a, a safe, Oftentimes, a safe and relatively potentially healthy way to access those pieces of our humanity and to learn about ourselves 
based on how we react to things in an environment where no one is actually supposed to get hurt. Yeah. Baby. Wow. What's wrestling for you? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Mike. Um, this week, here, just looking around. <laughs> here, <laughs> this week, I think wrestling, you know what it is? Tell me. It's this dusting vacuum mm. can of air that I have here. Mm-hmm. Because it has a bunch of nozzles on it, and you can switch those nozzles, right? Yeah. But each nozzle provides a new experience. Mm. So one nozzle can give you an 11 minute, you know, kind of catches catch can almost type match. Right. And then another one can give you this five minute, basically squash match, Mm -hmm. but you get variety. And that's what wrestling does. It's Mm. like this can of air Mm. and it's, and it's many nozzles. (laughs) Like, for instance, I have this nozzle with brushes on it. Yeah. So that if I want to get down in the crevices of my Triceratron, yeah. I can. While still maintaining its nice paint job. But you have to switch you have to switch nozzles. Cause after I get done brushing, it's just a normal nozzle, which I can't I've misplaced. <laughs> that doesn't have the brush, so I have this variety. And just like those matches were only a month apart, yeah. typically when I can find both nozzles, they're right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't. So wrestling is like that can of air. It really blows sometimes. All right. Well. Baby. Man, we did it again against all odds. We pulled it out. Merry Christmas. Merry half Christmas <laughs> to you and yours. We hope that you have a very festive June uh, summer days is right around the corner. I was gonna say summer days Eve Eve. Summer days Eve Eve, baby. So go out there and enjoy all the nozzles in your life, and we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>